show tonight are we not dr angel yes we are we don't like to have dull shows do we no no we just like to have a good time great time yes even though we're talking about uh, difficult topics sometimes yes but we enjoy presenting the facts so yes we do even if they upset people (laughs) i'm just in a mood yes you are this is gonna be a fun show tonight i don't know why except (laughs) except that my 13th grandbaby just went home from the hospital today yay little reese john McAllister, ninth little grandson give you a little bell ring yeah i'm so excited (laughs) he and mama went home today and his little two and a half year old brother joel is excited I don't know how long he'll stay excited with that news, but yes, yes, you once know he realizes how that is. little things stay in at me. He may not be as excited, <laughs> right? But all went well. It's been a busy, crazy week, so uh, so glad that part of is done, and the baby is here, and we're excited about that. Uh, last week we started a new sh- uh, series, and I, I really enjoyed it. Last week. Um, you behaved more than you normally do, and no. <laughs> I did. I was a very good girl. No, I mean it was. A, it, it's it's a hard topic. Yes, but it's such an important topic. Developing help healthy relationships. Tell me why that's so important. Well, first of all, there's so you know relationships are kind of it's such a need that we have as humans to connect with one another. Absolutely, and so many of us experience unhealthy or non-satisfying or conflicted relationships and it really impacts a lot of our lives what kind of relationships are we talking about dr angel well we're talking about any kind of relationships so yes so this can you know a lot of this information goes to our friendships our professional relationships our romantic relationships just relationships family family yeah it's it's really how to develop those relationships into the best thing they can be right not that they're perfect but that they're healthy they're healthy explain that word healthy well, unhealthy, you know, relationships are balanced re- relationships. Okay. That's the a good word. I like that. relationships. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're supportive relationships. So there's good communication. There's give. There's take. You know. So there's not just one person taking, 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 and exactly. Right? Yeah. You know, and so often we experience, you know, those relationships that have, you know, that lack communication are, are totally in conflict, and they're people we care about, but sure. they're just not healthy and. That really impacts us in so many areas well, of our it lives. Can, you know, if that's what's happening to you on a regular basis, that you're interacting with people in your life that cause you stress, cause you anxiety, cause you sadness, yeah, uh, cause you to want to stay away from them, uh, cause you to feel bad about yourself, whatever those things may be, that's not healthy. No, it's not. That's just asking for more stress in your life. And who needs more stress? Yeah, we do not need more stress. I think we all have enough of that going on. Yeah. So um, we, we talked last week, right at the beginning of the show, about some research that you've been doing. And, and mm-hmm. one key point that we brought out, and I want you to make it again. 
Sure. Research has demonstrated that our self-esteem makes or breaks our relationships. Our self-esteem. Our self-esteem. So that's kind of where we're coming from in this series because we brainstormed last week Mm -hmm. and we began to talk about self-esteem and how it relates to proper boundaries in our lives Mm -hmm. and how those proper boundaries can be affected by codependent behavior. Sure. And how all three of these are kind of intertwined. And they are very intertwined. And then how they all impact relationship um, satisfaction or dissatisfaction sure so yeah we know that with research the healthier our self-esteem is the more relationships well, you better define self-esteem for some of our I listeners will. so self-esteem as we're our working definition we're using is our opinion about ourselves it's the valuation of our worth as a person and what we believe we deserve out of life so what we really think about us right mm-hmm. like are we worth this or are we worth that or hey go ahead and just step all over me because that's all I'm worth, right? Exactly. That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So uh, as we begin this tonight, I really encourage our listeners to grab a a pad of paper and a pen because we are going to give you some very important specific things to look for in yourself and in others. And uh, that will help you grow and maybe make some changes. So grab that pad and that paper. Also write this phone number down, 727-441-3000. Our beautiful engineer, and he is. He's a sweet, sweet guy. Yes, Tommy in there will answer the phone if you call in, 727-441-3000. And he will uh, patch you through to us with any questions on this topic. Try to keep your questions related to this topic so tonight what we're talking about or your comments there you go okay dr angel characteristics of low self-esteem because last week we already handled characteristics of good self-esteem right yes we did of healthy self-esteem healthy self-esteem go back on youtube by the way if you're not on youtube right now with us you can go to youtube slash tan talk radio slash live and catch us right now in the studio where we are if you're anytime after the show, like anytime now since the show last week is still on YouTube. You go to YouTube slash Tantalk Radio slash Go Yard, the name of this show, and look for last week's date, January 9th, and listen to that show so you can catch up on the good aspects of health, uh, healthy self-esteem. Yes, right? yes. Okay, so let's talk about low self-esteem. And why is that such a problem, Dr. Angel? Why do we even have to have this talk about self-esteem? Well, well, we kind of set it up because it it is so linked to our relationship, our life satisfaction, our relationship satisfaction. Yeah. But there's so many people who do not have healthy or good self esteem. And do they realize it? They don't. A I lot think, of people do I not. think that that's that's been my experience as a pastor. That I've seen this over and over again. That behavior that results from low self esteem can be self destructive, mm-hmm. and a lot of times people don't even realize why they feel the way they do right exactly and or they try to overcompensate or you know do something to fill that hole but what it is is self-esteem and and until we deal with that nothing is going to fill that hole for us so um, one of those characteristics is when we feel like we're not enough right exactly you know so if we feel like we've got to you know, make more money or dress up prettier or wear more makeup or keep, you know, we have to have something to make us enough because in and of ourselves, we are not enough. 
And don't you think a lot of people, that is where they're coming from, and that's why you see behavior sometimes that is just not good because they are trying to compensate for how they really feel about themselves. So they overboard behavior, I mean, in, in some Absolutely. areas. Absolutely. We'll see them trying to overcompensate with right. something else. You know, right. a lot of women might go towards looks. Men might go towards working out or, you know, whatever. But they're trying mm-hmm. to compensate for that feeling, I'm not enough. Right, right. So they have to improve themselves, right? Exactly. So, okay, so if you if you feel like you're not enough, then... Well, that just impacts an awful lot of your reactions. Right, because you constantly are reaching for things to make you feel like you're right. You know, more than you know, better. Right. Because you know, you need something else. Um, you feel as if you're bad or always at fault when there's a conflict or problem. Like it's your problem. It's your mm-hmm. fault. So if there's a family squabble, well, what did I do to cause yeah. that, right? Or somebody says, I need to talk with you, and immediately you go to, oh, my gosh, they're mad at they're me. They're mad at me. What are they mad at me about? Right? Yes. You know, if those are your first reactions, yeah. this is one of your, that's a self-esteem exactly. issue. Um, you know, a lot of times people hear that at work, you know, their boss will say, hey, I need a meeting. And they, I remember yeah. when I worked in the um, the agency, I, when someone would hear that, they'd come in my office, oh, my gosh, did I do something wrong? Oh, my gosh, did I over say something I shouldn't? Like, they were going down this laundry list well i think that when you are feeling insecure or you're feeling bad about yourself you naturally these people that have low self-esteem naturally think it's their fault whatever it is right that's what i hear you saying yes they do and so guys if that's something that you struggle with put that on down write that down and take a look at that in and in within yourself right yes um the third one some characteristics of low self-esteem you compare yourself to others right so these are people who tend to always look at well they get on a lot of social media because they're looking at how am i doing compared to all these other people because we're looking for those voids or we're looking for some kind of measure of somebody we think is where we want to be and we've had a lot of shows and we've talked a lot about the the bad parts of social media where mm-hmm. we end up looking sometimes to try to see value in ourselves by looking at other people's lives only to see perhaps that they are kind of making their life look a lot better than it really is. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Sure. And so we use other people as like this benchmark of, right. I don't know, success. Or, or we feel jealous when somebody around us is achieving something or having a success right and you know that is that comparing ourselves to others right so that goes into our low self-esteem okay oh wow so another way we can tell that you have low self-esteem is your value what you feel about your value right you want to amplify on that sure so it's when we, we lack worth and value and you know we kind of talked a little bit about it last week you know we have value as a person, but we just think we aren't. We have no value. Kind of, we're like we think we're that quarter when we're really that twenty dollar bill of value. We did talk about the quarter and the twenty dollar bill last week. So we feel like the things we do have no value. <laughs> right. We have no value. Like so, we're constantly trying to reach for anything that makes us feel valuable at some level. What is interesting, though, about people with real low self-esteem, even though they feel that they don't have any value, they also seem to be very unmotivated, correct me if I'm wrong here, to increase their value. True. Why? True. Well, because uh, some of times I don't even know if they know how to do that. Right. Maybe they're on uh, just a roller coaster or a merry-go-round and just keep going in cycles, right? 
Absolutely. And when we when we don't know our value, then we accept less than mm-hmm. all the time. So this is where we end up with these unhealthy relationships because right. I, if I don't know what I'm worth, then however you treat me is going to be okay. Right. Because I don't have value. So we end up kind of, those are the people that kind of can feel like those doormats in their relationship where people walk on them right. or, you know, um, a lot of dissatisfaction when we aren't sure of our value. Good point. Another one is this. If you find that you're always having to, to ask people about, should I do this? Should I do that? What dress should I wear for that date? Should I do this? Should we go here? What, what do you think about this? Oh, you know, call 15 friends and get their opinion. Isn't that a symptom? A Yes. A, you know, kind of a symptom is not the right word, but a it is. clue. It is. It's one of those things that, that shows that we have low self-esteem because we're always relying on the opinions of others. And we we will ask the same question to 10, 15, 20, 30 people. To get everybody's opinion. To get everyone's opinion. Um, it's also kind of attention getting, isn't it, when, when people do that? I mean, they want everybody's opinion, but they also want to talk it all out, right? Yeah, they are. They are. It is very attention seeking. But it's because they, you know, they don't feel the confidence in themselves to okay. make to make those decisions. decisions. So right. now they have to start looking at it. And they do it for every decision down from clothing, from who they should date, to every what purse they should buy or, you know, whatever. Like they're always looking for the opinions of others. And they're looking for people to give them the answer. Like they want they want to, to be know told what how to they do should it. do. Yeah. Yeah, so they get very frustrated when people reflect back, well, what do you think would be, you know, good for you? You know, they want... They don't, they don't want that. They want some somebody to tell them. Uh, but there's such a danger. It's almost like that's a, <laughs> that's a tragic thing ready to happen that you could fall in this pit of mm-hmm. saying something, somebody takes your advice... An insecure person goes and takes your advice, and then it blows up. And oh, well, now they—they're they're coming back. They're to coming back. Look what happened! Right? You told me to do this. Right? Yes, it isn't can. that what usually it can happen? That but, can happen, and, and yeah. it could be scary doing that. But then you're also asking other people's opinions, so your advice is only as good as the person you're asking. It may not be good for you, but when we ask people, um, when we put them in that. De- position to make decisions for us we're also giving them the position to judge us oh really good point oh, yeah. so when i ask 15 people their opinion about something now they're going to see what i did and now i have 15 people to answer for did i do what they told me to or did i not do what they told me to but they're all going to have an opinion on that now Well, i like that that is a real deep insight because that's where we get into so many problems in relationships is when we try to please too many people and try to get the approval of all these people that, okay, yeah, you should do, date that guy or yeah, no, don't you dare and stuff like that, right? Absolutely. And so then <clears throat> that just makes our self-esteem feel worse when now we're getting judged by these people that mm-hmm. you know we're asking all their opinions of. So the bottom line of all that is that insecure people people with low self-esteem really need the opinion of others all the time to feed them they do and as you just said they need the approval right of others so they're seeking approval for everything that they're doing as well so they're and what do they do when they don't get approval how does that react i mean how do they react they have a hard time that's a huge conflict because now they feel like they're bad yeah. You know, they go back to so those feelings. they feel feelings worse of, about themselves. They do. It, it, it diminishes that self-esteem even yeah. more. They feel like they're bad or something's yeah. wrong with them if they're not getting, you know. And 
there are just going to be people in this world we are not going to have the approval of. I don't care who you are. That's exactly right. And, you know, when you have a healthy self-esteem, you're okay with who you are. And so, right. you know, if they don't approve, then I don't need that person in my That's life right. or at that yeah. level in my life. And you move on. But when we have low self-esteem, we're just stuck on thinking, how do I get that person's approval? Even if it's not something that you want to do. Exactly. Like, even if it's not the guy you want to date, but they say, oh, yeah, yeah, you need to date this guy. Because, I mean, this guy's great, blah, blah, blah. And you go, well, but okay, you say so, you know, and just and you go with that, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen this. I mean, this can be taken to huge degrees. I've watched people buy things they couldn't afford just trying to get the approval of people, um, letting other people dictate all their clothing or their look which was totally not even in this like this person's style or anything i've seen people take careers that they didn't even want because they were trying to get the approval of others so yeah this can really have far-reaching implications on our life yeah and it all goes back these are characteristics if you just joined us tonight on this show developing healthy relationships part two this all goes back to people who suffer from low self-esteem yes and how this causes deeper problems with relationships which we're going to talk about we're going to get into that more next week but the how this affects how how we create boundaries in our lives or don't create them Mm -hmm. right so people with low self-esteem tend to let people just walk all over them they do Right. They tend to let them make their decisions and then they want really badly that approval. And so when you take a regular relate any relationship, any healthy relationship, there's always gonna have conflict at some level or disagreement. Right. Sure, of course, or, that's life. I mean, you have two different people. It's going to happen. But when I'm needing your approval, I'm willing to let go of my values, oh, my yes, beliefs, yes. my opinions. Right. And what you really want to do. Right. Your approval is more important. So they fear conflict at any level or disagreement of any level. I've known many people through the years that allowed a romantic relationship, a partner, a spouse, a boyfriend, girlfriend, to tell them to dictate, no, you can't go to church anymore. No, we've got other things we need to do. You can't do – I mean, as a pastor, I have Mm -hmm. heard this as, well, why haven't you been coming to church? Well, because he doesn't want me to come. Well, what do you do instead? Oh, I don't know. Just kind of lay around or we go for a walk or – so – he dictates this or she dictates this, mm-hmm. right? And it's the root of it is what we are saying here on the show tonight is low self-esteem in the person who wants to do something different than what they're being told that they have to do. Is that what I'm hearing you or say? Or what they think they won't get approval for. Oh, okay. Right. You know, the other person might not have come out and say, oh, you can't go to church, but they might have a negative opinion about church. So I don't want to. Oh, you don't want to rock the boat. I want to keep them happy. Right. So I'll just not go. You know, and I've seen it with even their kids, you know, men and women who have kids. Now they're dating somebody and they they really think their kids are, you know, not great. They've pick the person over their oh, own biological yes, children. Yes, yes. That mm-hmm. happens many times because mm-hmm. they want that person's approval. Right. Exactly. Okay, so if you are very self-critical, that is criticizing yourself, always finding fault with yourself, that's low self-esteem. Talk about that, Dr. Oh, Angel. my goodness. So this happens a lot. So if you're the person and you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, wow, I see my eyes sagging there or my nose is there or this is lopsided <laughs> or, oh, look, I have extra gray hair. Like you're picking apart everything about right. you. When you look at yourself, you just see your faults. Right. You don't see the things that you do good. You don't. Right. 
see your positives when you're just looking in back at the mirror. And the mirror is a really good barometer for this because mm-hmm. people who struggle with this really can't look at themselves in the mirror a lot. They find wow. physically, but they'll look for it in their character, their skills, like they'll just find faults. So if they did something great, they made a great presentation or they right. sang a great song, they'll, oh, I missed that note or, oh, I was off pitch. They'll find the every minute little thing yeah. that they did wrong with it, right. which most people would never have noticed right. or picked up. So that's because this this story is playing in, in their head that, oh, you can't do that very good. You're, you're really not that good. Why, why are you even trying to do that, right? Exactly. And mm-hmm. so and these are people who won't risk things that they can't do well. So they just don't try. So they don't try. Right. You know, so they only have a certain limit that they grow to. So they struggle because if I'm not sure I can succeed or do this fairly okay, I'm not even going to give an attempt of it. Right. You know, and we had karaoke at church after church this week. <laughs> we did. <laughs> which was great fun. Tommy, this one right here. Yeah. She sang, what did you sing, <clears throat> Little Mermaid or something? I, sh- I did. And it, the story here is. The Little Mermaid, okay. I can't mm-hmm. sing to save my life, and, and, and I'm 100% right aware of it. She's very right about that. Yes. I totally agree with her on yes. this. And I'm very aware of yes. it. However, you know what? I'm secure. I know what my strengths are. I know what they're not. And I had fun with, you know, I had she fun. Had and I get up in front of people and. Do yeah. something silly like that because it's not hurting my self-esteem. But, but exactly, because your self-esteem doesn't depend on that. Exactly. And everybody had a good time and enjoyed and it. And so. just be silly and fun with it. Exactly. And, and laugh at myself for being a crazy singer. But, but that shows that you have a bad voice. But it also it shows, no, <laughs> it, it shows that you have a healthy self-esteem because you, you don't care. Okay, so what? I wasn't blessed with a decent voice. It doesn't matter. I can still have a good time, right? Sure can. Absolutely. Right. And, you know, I, I always tell everyone I'm at least entertaining. You are. That's exactly right, <laughs> but Dr. Angel. people who struggle with self-esteem would not ever risk doing something yeah. like that. Right, yeah. Yeah. So what do you think, Tommy? Do you dance at all? Oh, yeah, I dance. She dance. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. Don't, don't mermaids dance and sing? I guess they do. I don't know that much about mermaids. I don't remember seeing that big tail thing, but I don't know. Uh, but anyway, if you just joined us, we are on part two of Developing Healthy Relationships right here on Go Yard with Dr. Angel and me, Mama Mac. And we are going to break, and we're coming right back, and we got a great song. And don't go anywhere because we got a lot more to talk about tonight in this series. After a season of night frost and pushbacks After the heartache of wrong turns and sidetracks Just when they think they got you game set match oh, oh, oh. Here comes a comeback Just cause you lay low, got up slow, unsteady Don't mean you blacked out or bowed out, you're ready Just when they think there's nothing left running on empty comes a comeback. This is your time, your moment. The fight, the fight, you're golden. You've come so far, keep 
informative radio for the Sunshine State. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is the Tan Talk Radio Network. by Danny Gokey. Love that song. Love that artist. All right. Welcome back. Uh, so glad you're here with us tonight on part two of Developing Healthy Relationships right here on Go Yard at TantalkNetwork.com. You can always go to TantalkNetwork.com and go to podcasts and go down to the name of the show, Go Yard, and you can find podcasts of our shows also up the same night of the show. Or, as we said earlier, we are now on YouTube, and a lot of people are so excited, Tommy, about that. I think that we're, we're seeing more and more people use the YouTube, especially go back and play shows they've missed. So, YouTube slash Tantalk Radio slash live, if you're listening right now, or later go to YouTube slash Tantalk Radio slash uh, go yard, and then you'll have dates there and pick a date that you might have missed and listen to it. So if you want to call in tonight and comment, you can at 727-441-3000. And we are talking about characteristics of low self-esteem. I think we're ready, Dr. Angel, to talk about people-pleasing. <laughs> people-pleasing is a big problem it for a sure lot is. of people. You want to kind of talk about what that is and why that would be an indicator of low self-esteem? Well, when we are people pleasing, you know, it, it kind of goes in with that seeking approval. We're pleasing people. We become whatever it is they need us to become to make right. them happy. So our whole existence is about making someone else happy. Right. Well, that's low self-esteem because we don't believe we're worth enough to that be happy. That goes back to our value. That goes right. back to our worth. Yes. And so if we are constantly obsessed or... Uh, super focused on making a person or several people uh, the most comfortable they can be and as happy as they can be and and pleasing them in every area. I've known people like this for years. They had a family member, uh, a mother or a grandmother or somebody in their, you know, whatever. That or spouse that they actually just focused on that person to the whatever that person said they would do they would jump they would go even if it was inconvenient mm-hmm. or they didn't want to do it or, or even they didn't if they like didn't agree it. with what they were being said oh now they agree you know mm-hmm. just to just to keep the peace yeah to please that person and so when we find that we are kind of selling our happiness our values or what we like for someone else's happiness all the time 
Right. That's a huge sign of low self-esteem. Of course, in a relationship, we're going to make compromises. Sure, There'll sure. be times yeah. we do something we might not really enjoy because it's a gift to someone. Right. But if that's what we're doing all the time, that's people-pleasing. Absolutely. And so that's going to, that's just very slow It's another self-esteem. one. If you're taking notes, if you have a pad of paper and a pen, write some of these down that we've been talking about, characteristics of low self-esteem, because our goal in this series is develop healthy relationships exactly so as we point out the negative it's not to put anybody down it's just to say there is a better way to live here there is you know and i think i you know giving a lot of specific examples i think will help people see oh my gosh i do that or oh my gosh Mm -hmm. and hopefully they'll say if they are struggling with their self-esteem maybe they do three or four of these well you can work on that and Mm -hmm. improve that and me it will improve down your relationships and a lot of things in your life so oh absolutely i'm really hoping that people will be able to identify where they struggle yeah okay so another characteristic of low self-esteem is if you just can't make decisions true so if you're not asking (laughs) other people then you just avoid decisions right you just don't make them they don't want to make decisions like where to eat right what to eat like oh my gosh simple decisions have you ever been in situations with people and and they will you'll say i want to go where you want to go tonight you know Mm -hmm. or go to eat in a relationship marriage whatever it might be and i know no no you pick you pick and then you get to you 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 give in and you go and you're sitting there and i don't like this place Mm -hmm. has that ever happened to you oh my gosh because it has to me yes and it's like I gave you the opportunity to pick a place, and you said you didn't care. So I picked a place, and oh, you hate it. Or they'll find everything wrong <laughs> with everything that they ordered. Or yes, right, um, yeah, yeah. They just don't want to make those. They don't want to make the decision, but they also don't want to be content with the decision. Exactly. And so when they're not making just regular life decisions. That is definitely a self-esteem issue. Yeah. You know, they don't feel that value to say, oh, my gosh, no, I'm really in the mood for Italian or I really want whatever. Fill in the blank. You are always in the middle of in the mood for Italian, aren't you, Falzoni? Yes, I am. (laughs) I am. Okay. That's a true story. So so that is a characteristic of somebody that has poor self-esteem if they have a hard time making decisions. Sure. Right. What else? Um, If they're sensitive to constructive feedback. Hmm. You know, when somebody gives them feedback, like, hey, if you try that, that might work for you differently or better. And then they're like, a suggestion. Yeah, they're offended. They take it personally. They tell 45 of their closest friends. They take it as a failure. Yes. Yes. They're depressed about it. So they can't take criticism. Right. That's low self-esteem. Because if if you're feeling so bad about yourself and somebody says, here, let, let me talk to you about the way you handled that customer, whatever, and you just take it and blow it out of proportion it reflects mm-hmm. that you can't be corrected in any way right and I've, con- I've had employees like that haven't oh, you i gosh, mean yes. i've known people like this through the years and constructive feedback is is not meant to harm it's right. meant to help and but right. you take it negatively right. mm-hmm. and so yeah that's huge and there's a lot of people who cannot take constructive feedback mm-hmm. They right. just get so offended. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So that's that's another sign of low self-esteem. What's another one? Um, you discount or deny your feelings, needs, and wants. What's that mean? Well, you just, you have feelings, but you pretend like you don't have it. So you might be really upset about something, but you, you just, hide it. You hide it. But I, it's been my experience through the years, Dr. Angel, and this is just as a, a person, not as a per- particular profession, that 
people eventually let you know what they're thinking in a roundabout. Maybe that's passive-aggressive Oh, they behavior. may passive-aggressively uh, do but, it, sure. But a lot of times you may think, well, they say they don't care, like like a restaurant. They mm-hmm. say they really don't care. Okay, well, how about this? Yeah, that's fine. Let's go. And then you suffer because you get the digs about, oh, this food is never good here. Sure. Then why are we here? Right. Right? Sure. So, I mean, they have a way of expressing what they really Well, they do. You're right. They do handle it passive aggressively. I see it a lot when somebody like say they just need to spend time with somebody or have a conversation or a cup of coffee or just have some quality time and they're feeling discounted. Now they're just they're mad at you and you have no idea why they're mad. You should have just known like. Oh, yeah. You should have just known. Yeah. They can't say, hey, I just need. Yeah. You know, some one-on-one time, like I'm feeling whatever. You know, they can't express their mm-hmm. needs, their wants, their feelings mm-hmm. in healthy ways. So it becomes passive-aggressive, or they just withdraw, or they're just mad and leave you guessing. And all these things we're talking about tonight are extremely important because a lot of us have experienced things like this in relationships in the past, and we didn't understand why that relationship just didn't click like you thought it was going to, right? Mm -hmm. Like it started out a certain way, and then it just eh, kind of fell apart, right? Oh, yeah. So, you know, or like, you know, you think things are going great with a friend, and then all of a sudden you're getting like, they're not returning your texts or your right. phone and calls. And you don't even and know what like, you did. What happened? Right. You know, and so, sure, it leaves other people, like, confused, mm-hmm. guessing. Mm-hmm. But when we have low self-esteem, we don't value our feelings, wants, and needs, so we don't communicate them We don't clearly. talk about them, right? Right. And so you might just go quiet, quit returning texts, quit quit going out for lunch or whatever, just because you're mad about something, but you can't talk about it. Exactly. And then, you know, you might kind of get over your mad and then you might rejoin that friendship or relationship and never have talked about what happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've seen that. Like it never happened. And guess what? It's going to happen again. Again. Right. Uh, Yes. Um, I've I've seen that in people close around me, like employee type Mm -hmm. situations, work people. And just suddenly, you know, something's wrong. They're treating you weird, but you don't know what you did. And you ask three people, what happened? I don't know. I don't know. And then suddenly... Things are okay. But then, as you say, it goes back. It'll, It'll happen, happen again. again. And it's a cycle. Yeah, and, it's a and, cycle. And that's that unhealthy relationship cycle we talk yeah. about. So when we our self-esteem is low, it really impacts our relationships so hard. So uh, people with low self-esteem tend to feel these feelings. Let's say they're upset, they're mad, whatever. But to talk about that and own it makes them feel worse about themselves, yes. right? Mm-hmm. That they are having a hard time with something, right? Yes. Or you want to explain that in deeper? Well, yeah, they think that they shouldn't, this shouldn't bother them or they shouldn't feel this way or their needs should just be met because if you really love them, right. you, you would know. know how to meet their needs right. or you would know how they were feeling. Right. Yeah. So there must be something wrong with right. them. Yeah. Nobody loves me. They feel very lonely a lot. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, how about when somebody else gives them praise? If you've got low self-esteem, you have trouble with people telling yeah. you you did a good job, right? So as soon as they give you praise, you come back with something bad about yourself. That's your reply usually. Or So this proves the fact that you don't have low self-esteem, Dr. Angel, because... <laughs> <laughs> right okay okay you're analyzing here on the other end of this I, I, conversation well, I'm, I, I'm aren't thinking you? about your singing career yeah that's, that's non-existent right. but 
But I might have a career in entertainment. Now I'm playing. There, there you go. But no, there you, you do. So if you tell somebody, oh, like, you know, you really look nice today. And they'll be like, oh, now I gained five pounds or. Yeah. Put you yourself know. down. Constantly exactly. put yourself down. People do that. And they can't the handle praise. Right. Yeah. Oh. And then they lack confidence. Yeah. And that's a big part of self-esteem is I don't believe I'm capable of doing yeah. things in my life. Right. I'm not confident in that. And yeah. so when I don't feel like I'm capable of it, then. I'm not doing it. We're limiting right. ourselves yeah. and we have low self-esteem. Oh, we, we definitely are. So it, then they have a hard time standing on their own, feeling feeling any compassion for themselves because they don't feel like they, they're worth anything, right? right? That's exactly. the whole problem with low self-esteem. So let's, let's go. We've got a few minutes. Let's go into how this impacts romantic relationships. Let's, okay. t- let's go into that, that track right now because a lot of times work relationships are so surface- even family relationships are surface. Mm-hmm. But when you get romantically, when you get married, you get in a relationship, a serious relationship. And at that time, truth begins to be a little more absolutely seen, right? Yes. So when we have, well, one of the things I want to hit before we get into this is when we have low self-esteem, we do not stand on our own, which means we always need somebody else to be ah, in our life. Yes, always. And that's a really important we thing. We can't be alone. Yeah. These romantic relationships are, we have to have them when yeah. we have low self-esteem. We're driven to have that. And when we don't, we right. just don't even know what to do with ourselves. Right. We get depressed. We freak out and we're desperately looking for another so if person. that is you tonight, take a look at this self-esteem issue here. And there and and before we go into the romantic relationships, for the person who's been listening here to this show and saying, you know, a lot of those are me, bingo, 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 what do they do? Well, recognizing it, and we're going to really get we're into, get the into so that. But stick I'm just, with the series, but recognizing it and I'm get just, help and start working start on working it. Start working on it. Get you a know, therapist. Get in counseling. Go to support groups. And get self-help you just books. happen to be in private practice. I just happen to be. That was a setup. Did you catch it? I did catch and it. And this is her phone number, 727-501-6557. And you can call and sliding scale type thing for pay, mm-hmm. 727-501-6557. Six five five seven, and appointments are open. I mean, you you're doing great though. You've been in practice less than a year and and really doing well. I'm so excited. I'm so excited about the practice and direction for this year, and it's been great. Yep. Yeah, and getting, you're going to be out there doing a lot of trainings and all oh, of that. Yes. So that was a Doctor Angel up. commercial we just threw in there like right that. there. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> so. but, but you know, a lot of times I think people do need to get into therapy, oh, Doctor yes. Angel, and and have a trained professional be able to help them see their. For instance, their low self-esteem. Well, not only that, I mean, things in our self-esteem tend to be very deep-rooted. So these are beliefs and thoughts that we've had for For a very long long time. time. So it's going to take some unrooting and retraining our brain, too. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. But the way it impacts our relationships is when we have low self-esteem, we tend to be controlling. We tend to be controlling if we have low self-esteem. Now, that's interesting, isn't it? Because think about that. If you are feeling like, hey, I got, yeah, this this is the best way to do this, and, I, and they have high self-esteem, you would think that would be controlling. Yeah, no, because when it's you It's opposite. Have, right. When you have healthy Why? self-esteem, Why? you can give, you, you're not controlling. So when we have 
when we're controlling because we are afraid that if I, if you do if I give you any freedom you might leave me ah there you bingo bingo so bingo. or you know if you're out with your friends maybe you know you're you're not with me like mm-hmm. it, we feel that lonely and we may become very controlling or interfering where we're always interfering and with, these are people that have low self-esteem yes. and this is how they handle romantic relationships a lot of times yes this and this is a a wake up call for yes. people because if you find yourself being controlling or you are with somebody who has a very low self esteem and they are trying to constantly control every move you make or you know track who you're you, with or what put you're a tracker doing. on your car put a tracker on you oh, yes. yeah etc um, yeah they're now there's phone apps that are yeah, doing it and which that's is ridiculous. low self esteem right. um, they can be interfering with your your life your schedule your day to day manipulative they can become very manipulative give us an example of that so they might manipulate a way to like you had plans to go out with your friends and now oh, all of a sudden they're really sick and they need you to help you know they need your help or this happened or they're manipulating to get you to do what they want you to do right and they create these situations to have you to be there so that they're not alone so and they so, can like you say i'm going out with my girlfriends or my guy friends today tonight and they go oh yeah i just but i'm not feeling good and i just really need to talk to you something's bothering me exactly Cre- create they a scenario create a situation or oh, my right. kids sick or this happened yeah or, uh, the interfering oh, it's too bad you can't be with me tonight i just feel so bad tonight i really need somebody with me tonight you're the only Bob, one i can talk to you're the only to. one i can talk to yeah, and then, then they interfering. They, they just constantly will text you and text uh, you uh, or call uh, you uh, and text hey, you. Hey, red flag, listeners. <laughs> if you're involved with somebody who cannot let you spend an evening by yourself. Uh, or with, with your friends. Or with your friends. Or without uh, 15 texts. And uh, what are you doing? What are you up to? Where are you? You mm-hmm. know? Uh-uh. No. Not good. No, I remember one time I was hanging out with a friend. Her and I were going out, and this person showed up to the place we were. That's how interfering they were. They just couldn't handle because she wasn't responding to all the texts. So they right. just showed up, you know. So right. that's interfering. Yes. And that's not healthy. And that's what no. people tend to do when they have low self-esteem. So if they're not controlling, and they may do all of these. They may do a combo of these. But right. this definitely happens with low self-esteem. Yeah, and and I I don't know we could go on and on about that, but in I think romantic relationships tend to see that more than friendships or family relationships or work relationships. True, I mean, yes, because that romantic does take take that deeper level of intimacy than right. most of our other relationships. Right. So the more intimate a relationship is, the more you'll see these mm-hmm. characteristics yeah this someone. control this interfering behavior and all that mm-hmm. yeah um individuals yeah. with low self-esteem tend to experience jealousy often when their partner gives time and attention to others or has time alone okay you know that's what we just talked so, about that interfering kind the of interfering, thing interfering the or, jealousy where where were you who are you with or they need reassurance all the all time all the time well, let's see. You have been gone how long? Let's see. Where did you go? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I've heard people who have kids where their person they're dating is like, oh, you you took too long to tuck your kids in at night. You talk to your kids too much. Oh, yeah. You know, I've that's that too. a jealousy of yeah. time. It doesn't have to even be 
threatening to the relationship in any level. It's just time not with them. No, time not with them. I've heard of spouses that say to the husband, so you're you're going to the gym after work? How long will you be there? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then where are you going after that? Mm-hmm. Or when they come home, uh, you've been too long if you just went to work out. Where else have you been? Mm-hmm. You know, this the fourth, the fifth degree, you know, this blah, 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 blah. But that is showing the insecurity of the person doing the questioning. Yes, it absolutely right? is. Or not only what, where you're going, it can be a, somebody watching a sporting event and they're just focused on watching their football game or baseball right. game. And the other person's not getting their time and attention in that moment. And they're jealous of that. They're jealous and of they that. And they do things to, you know, well, you, you know make you feel bad about it or get you to not do that activity or see a movie or watch your show. It doesn't even have to involve other people. Well, don't you think it's because they need a constant reinforcement of their their importance in that person's life? When you have a low self-esteem, you tend to want to be constantly reinforced, constantly reminded that you are the most important thing to that person. Oh, yes. And they will keep tabs like, oh, wait, you spent... Four hours this week alone with friends. That means you owe me this much time because I have to be more important, of course. But see, if that's the kind of game that a person plays in a romantic relationship, that relationship will not last. Not at all. Because people need freedom. They need time to breathe, time to take a walk, time to... To go run some errands or, or stop by and see a friend or go to the hospital and visit somebody sick. They don't want to be questioned all the time about everything. Or or they want, exactly, or just enjoy what they enjoy right, doing and exactly. not made to feel bad for watching the TV show or going to a football game or having coffee with a friend or taking time with their kids at night to tuck them in. Like, they want to just have that freedom. Absolutely. This is a big red flag, listeners. Write it down. If you know people that are in situations like this, this is is something that really needs work on. I want to go back to the thing of surveillance, electronic surveillance, real quick while we're on this. Mm -hmm. Because I've heard this now several times with people that, I mean, 10 years ago, you never heard anything like this. Correct. Okay. Five years ago, you hardly ever heard it. Now, there's little. There's a thing called tile. You know what tile is? I have not heard of this one. Tile is something you put on your keychain, and basically you're monitoring. It's on your keychain, so the person can tell where you are for the most part. And then it's connected to their phone, the other person's phone. They can watch where you are, a little map, where you're going. Uh, they can't see you, but a little map, it's almost like uh, when you uh, call Uber, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and there you can see where the car is coming to get you, right? It's that kind of thing. Wow. Okay, so you can find where that person is. Oh, they just stopped off at this intersection. What's there? Let me think. Exactly. Yeah, that's not okay. People need privacy. And they do it in the name of safety. Oh, I just don't, I don't want anything bad to happen to you, or I want to know where you are in case something bad happens. I can get to you, or I can find you. Or, or they're so safety conscious, they just, oh, I love you so much. Let me put cameras in your house and on your front door. and Yeah, or they will Or sneak. they put something under the car. Yeah, I've seen that happen many times where they and, sneak and this something is under the not car. not uncommon in this no. day and age, guys, especially when you meet people on dating sites. You must be very careful because people can monitor your every move. Absolutely. And then there, there's even apps. Yes. And that they can connect you to. And sometimes they can do it without you knowing. You use the right. restroom and leave your phone down. They oh, can yeah. have you and connected. And don't do, ever do that. And when you you're would in never place. know. 
Right. Absolutely. And have a password on your phone. Yes. And passwords should be private. Yes. Like, I, I'm sorry. I mean, you, that we have to have privacy things. If we can't trust somebody, if we have to go looking through their private things, we need we have bigger problems in our relationships. Right. But all of this that we're talking about right now is a product of people feeling insecure, mm-hmm. feeling uh, like they are just not good enough, perhaps. I mean, they're all of this stuff we're talking about is low self-esteem. So they feel bad about themselves. So they react in ways to control somebody else, right? Yes, they do. Can you tell I'm hot about this subject? I can tell you're hot about this. You know why? Because it's happening I know. more and more, and people are... It's so wanting a relationship so bad or a a romantic relationship that they'll put up with somebody putting a tracker on their car. And they don't see a problem with it. I see tremendous problems with it. Do you, Dr. Angel? Yes, it's unhealthy. It's scary. It's It's scary. It's unhealthy. It is. It's leading to all kinds of problems. And, you know, when we have healthy relationships, we give space. Yes, what are we afraid of? I mean, we're not because I know I value. Sure, I know what I'm but good at. You, I know what I'm not. Okay, and if you're low self-esteem and you feel bad about yourself all the time, and you're worried that he's out there looking for the next girlfriend, mm-hmm. what a way to live! It's not. And if I don't believe I have value, then I have to keep that person close because if you leave, then I may never get somebody else. Like, oh, yeah. After you know, all, it's I'm like getting possession. older every day. Exactly. I'm losing my looks all the time. <laughs> every day. Uh, that's not – that's why we have so many relationship problems. And I'll tell you what, every, almost every relationship that comes in my office – fits in this category with it low self esteem. It does. And as a pastor, I have heard it all. <laughs> Believe me. 35, 40 years of pastoring, I have heard so many relationships that are broken. And when you get down to what is wrong, there is usually one person who is so controlling and so interfering, and the other person feels like they can't breathe. Yes. That's a big common problem. But when we have low self-esteem, we let somebody make us feel like yes. we can't breathe. Yes. So each person has some low self-esteem Absolutely. at some level. Yeah. And that just leads to, I mean, we that this fits in the domestic violence. I mean, that controlling oh, fits this, right this into fits it. It right doesn't have to be violence. to that degree, but right. it can be anywhere on that continuum. Anyway on that continuum. And Absolutely. so people, we're not trying to scare you tonight. We're actually trying to help you that... Uh, as I think self-awareness is vital to growth in our yes. emotional lives, our physical, our spiritual lives, our relationships. We, self-awareness is vital. And so don't take any of this that we've been saying tonight and feel bad about yourself, but instead say, hey, I can work work on that area in my life. Well, we're saying I, we're pointing out these things in relationships to say, if this is what you're experiencing, it's not okay. It's There's not something okay. wrong. And we're saying, There's a flag. If, yeah, if this is the kind of person you're dating, take a look at this. Exactly. Right? For yourself. If for you're your acting like this. Right. If this is you, for yourself, for your growth. So you can experience real intimacy because right. this is not, these are false intimacies. Well, it's, it's control. Right. And that's a false intimacy because true intimacy has to have freedom involved. It's got to have freedom. And so, you know, if you are, then these are problems with people from, 13 when they start having their first oh, relationships yes. 
all the way up. Right. Like, so there isn't, you know, when There's we think no of age, self-esteem. Uh, no, this can be 80-year-olds dating and doing the same can stuff. Can be. And, you know, we think of self-esteem as kids, teens, young adults, but we yeah. can struggle our whole lives. Right. And it really impacts these relationships. And if you are really wanting to deal with something in your life or somebody that you know needs somebody that can help them, Dr. Angel, you can. And and the success, you've just discharged several patients <laughs> yes. because they've come a long way. Her number is 727-501-6557. Feel free to call. See when you can make an appointment and go in and start working on your issues. If this is, If you say, whoa, this is something that's caused me to think tonight. You know, absolutely. And Life is short. We need right. to live it, uh, as you always say, with purpose and passion. Purpose and passion. The PP words. Yes. <laughs> purpose and passion. Why? Because why not live it to the best of your ability? Exactly. Why be miserable? Why go through life trying to find the right person when maybe you need and to work on yourself a little bit? Yeah. We've covered a whole lot tonight. You have been talking a lot. Ah. So have I. <laughs> We've had a good night. Tommy didn't already say anything. No. But he's there. So we want to hear from you. 727-417. I forgot our number. That other number we use. 888-4171. That's our text number. 727-888-4171. Or you can reach us at ta- at. Uh, Goyard2014 at gmail.com. This has been who? Dr. Angel. And Mama Mac tonight, bringing you Goyard one more time. See you next week. Have a great week. Good night. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.